Okay, welcome to yet another Weekend No Show episode. And uh, my name is JG. I'm here with my boy CL Smooth. How you doing? What's good, brother? I'm doing good, man. And also in the house, the man known as the Insidious LAT. What's up? I'm here to be contrary and take names. The Insidious <laughs> LAT. That sounds similar to the Ebony Blade song. I'm a, I don't know. Hey, man, you, I mean, you you changing up the rules on the spot, man. Like, you know, I ain't got time to, to get in the studio and put something together for them. You know what I mean? It's not a freestyle, man. We got to do a freestyle. So, okay, okay. Well, in this episode, everyone, this episode, we have sex workers protesting in Amsterdam. And we're going to talk about the phenomenon of foodie call dates. And finally, the death of one of entertainment great talk show hosts, Jerry Springer. But first, CL Smooth, what's going on with the sex workers in Amsterdam? Yeah, man. So, you know, that famous place, Amsterdam with the red light district. Seems like the locals are getting a little bit tired of uh, tourists coming in there, all sex fiended out. <laughs> causing a ruckus, <laughs> you know, staying up to all hours of the night, yelling and screaming and, you know, bringing disrepute to their, to their, their city and their nation, man. You know, they, they a little, little tired of it. So, yeah. um, this has already happened. It was scheduled for April 1st. Uh, apparently, um, they had, uh, decided to require that Amsterdam sex worker, uh, sex work businesses have to close their doors at 3 AM in the morning rather than 6 a.m. Because what, what's happening is that they, they feel like this will help to combat uh, what they describe as nuisance behavior by people visiting the red light district. And uh, it sounds, I mean, they say they're not, but they, they sound like they're specifically targeting young gentlemen from, uh, from Britain, from the UK, who tend, to, uh, <laughs> tend yeah. to come to Amsterdam for like stag parties and bachelor parties and all these other kind of things. Um, and just raise a freaking ruckus in the city. Um, but as you can imagine, the sex workers are pushing back. So one of the things that, that they're saying is that by reducing the hours from uh, back from 6 a.m. to 3 a.m., that is uh, that is reducing the hours that they can work. Most sex workers come on like you know just before or right around midnight, and so that's that's cutting into their income. They say that it's uh, making it less safe for them. Because now, if everything's closing at 3 a.m., you got you got sex workers leaving there in the middle of the night. It's mostly a cash business, so they're carrying cash. Uh, all these businesses are closed down in the area um, if they go to these new hours, and so they become um, even more targets for crime and and assaults and things like that. Um, so they're pushing back. They're having uh, you know protests and things like that to to try to stop to, to stop it. Um, but you know, the, the local government says, look, man, it's, it's, you know, people actually live here, um, not just in the area, but in the surrounding area as well. And it's, it's creating havoc, you know, and I, I suppose you can, you can, you can understand, man, imagine if you had wild bachelor parties and sex work and everything that comes with it, you know, on the doorstep of, of where you live and where you're trying to raise a family or whatever, it could be, you know, quite disrupting. Now the, the um, remedy to this, uh, the government is proposing, is in a, a new kind of um, erotic zone, um, erotic center um, outside of the heart of the city. So this is where they would build 
new buildings and things like that to um, to house the sex workers. Uh, it'd be away from the city, um, so it'd cause less less nuisance um, to to the to the local residents. But sex workers are pushing back on that as well, and they're saying, well, you know, part of what creates safety for them is the fact that they work behind these these glass windows. I've never been to Amsterdam, but you've probably seen them, you know, online and, and whatnot in social media. Um, where they work behind these glass windows, there's other people around. They think that's that creates more safety. But if you have an erotic center off from the main city, they feel like that's going to open them up to even more danger. You know, organized crime, things like that. So there's been a lot of back and forth with it. Um, you know, pro-sex workers, pro-government. You know, uh, you know, fighting for keeping things as they are. But um, it looks like it's going to happen. So. Want to bring that to your attention. I've never been to Amsterdam. I know you guys have been uh, to the UK. Have you guys ever been to, to the Red I've never been there. No. No, I nah, never made it. Never made it. I'll go there, but never made it. Yeah. So I don't know. What What do you think, man? I mean, it, you know, they seem to have a reasonable case that um, this can, is going to cut into their to their income. But the erotic center seems like it, it could potentially be a better overall fit. Um, and uh they could probably extend the hours if they separated from the main city. What do y'all think? Nah, I feel like I, I definitely got to, go ahead. Now they're going to lose a lot of money. There's going to be a lot of money lost here. That's that's what I see. They will solve their problem of about nuisance behavior, but those sex workers are about to lose a grip of cash. Yeah, I mean three hours, man. I think how tricks you could turn it. <laughs> well, not only that, but then, <laughs> so, but 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 it's like to go all the way. I don't know how far away this erotic center is, but it's outside of the city. And you know, by the time you get all the way out there, you think twice about it. It's like you know what? I'm not going to spend this money on these chicks tonight. You know, I I, th I think I'll go somewhere else. You don't want to give them time to you know, rethink it. They're going to well, lose yeah. a lot of cash that I way. mean, and, and you, you, have, you have to probably assume that it, it, it may take a while, if ever, that other supporting businesses get built up in that area, even if they even allow it. Because, like, you know, I, I got to imagine maybe it's a lot of their work and their clientele comes from, you know, guys randomly bumbling around, you know, the, the, that, that part of the area, you know, having a drink, getting some food, partying, whatever. And they're like, hey, let's go into the, let's go, you know, check out one of these girls or whatever. So, you're probably going to get less of that just kind of random client, um, which is going to hurt their income uh, as well. But, you know, the thing is, even though the money is, it's a, even though it's a, even though it's a cash business, you know, going directly to the, to the sex workers, those sex workers live there. Right. And so they're putting the money back into the economy. So the local economy will probably eventually be, be hurt to at least some degree um, by, uh, by reducing those hours. Um, although I, I they, they probably assume that, you know, for as much as they have the protests and whatever, once they have the erotic center, you know, it's, it's going to be what it is. But the other thing I wanted to add to this, fellas, is you've been hearing a lot recently in, in a lot of different countries, not just countries that, you know, you know, um, offer sex work um, legally or semi-legally, um, but, but other countries like, like Bali interest, um, uh, recently has, has come with some real restrictions on tourism. I think people are getting really tired of Westerners in particular going to these countries, not so much in, this, in the case of Amsterdam, but some of these other countries where the local population may be 
not as affluent, you know, um, not as much money. And Westerners are going there either as digital nomads or just tourists. And they're, they're driving up the, the, the cost of living. They're not being respectful of the local people in their ways. Uh, and folks are getting tired of it. And I think you're starting to see a lot of pushback. So I, I don't think this is the first of, um, of what we'll see around the, around the world where, where Western tourists are going. Well, I see also in Amsterdam, they're saying, along with this erotic center, they're introducing measures to limit the waterway cruises and impose restriction on vacation rentals, as well right. as lobbying for an aviation tax to tackle budget flights. They don't want these mofos coming. So not only, you know, the, the whole area is about to take a hit in, in revenue lost that apparently they must know and, and they must be fine with. They don't want these people there. They don't want the UK people. As a matter of fact, from the article, a couple of the girls they were talking to said that from their personal experience, British men are no worse behaved than any other tourists. They both added that it's not just tourists causing issues, but also locals. Mm. So if if that's the case, then I guess we'll see it all ironed out in the wash. You know, if, if they really, I mean, if they make all all these restrictions, which must have happened, because as you said, April, fir- April 1st was the date for those to come into force, that right. the vacation rentals are going to be restricted, the waterway cruises, and also if they limit the budget flights, you're going to get less and less people coming in, then less and less people are going to be willing to go outside of the city to go to this erotic center. So man, just th- there's going to be so much lost revenue. I think they're just saying... You know, whenever whenever government tries to do something like this, all that happens is that an underground gets developed or, you know, like a black market. And so there's going to be there's going to be a loss of revenue. But 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 people are still going to be doing doing what they want to do. And but they but now the government won't be able to get their cut is what's going to end up happening. Whether we're talking, they drive it underground and make it more dangerous for everybody. Yeah. So. But, you know, I, I, I've never been and, you know, and now there's no reason for me to go. Because <laughs> I don't <laughs> hey, get, you can go out to the erotic center. Listen, I don't get started until 3 a.m. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, my night, you, things don't get interesting until 3 a.m. for me. So I, I don't know, man. I can't be, you can't be cutting me off. So, but now, nah, you know, I'm not, I'm not going out to the erotic center. Name alone bothers me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that is something where it's like if you're just in the city and you're walking, you see stuff. That's fine, but for for me to explicitly go to watch some woman in a window, I don't know. I just don't know about that, man. Uh, uh, I don't see me doing that. Well, it's not just watching them. You know, they they they're actually, you know, having relations and things. So, um, oh, are they? I guess I didn't know that. I thought I thought it was like shows that were being put on. I didn't know that you were actually, they were actually like tricking off out there. Yeah, man. Yeah. So I think it's a little bit of, a little bit of everything, but. Um, you going to leave, leave, you know, me like weed. I don't know what else is illegal there, but how are you going to have drugs be legal? But he's like, you know what? That sex shit is off the, off the table. Well, I, they're not making it illegal. I think they're just, they're just making it like, you know, we don't want it in the downtown. You I dig know? It. Yeah. I dig uh, it. Yeah. I guess, you know, I guess. In Vegas, which is the closest thing to Amsterdam, we got, you know, all the there's there's a, you know, no pun intended. There's a strip for the for the strip clubs. <laughs> yeah. 
the the funny thing to me was they they had uh, the city council had uh, an ad campaign that was called the Stay Away campaign. It right. said here it initially targeted young British men by triggering a video advertisement that warns of antisocial behavior if they searched on terms such as stag party Amsterdam, cheap hotel Amsterdam, or pub crawl Amsterdam. Like, man, they really don't want you. They yeah, don't even I want mean, your money. It it must it must be really bad for them to uh to risk, you know, that the tourism dollars, right? Oh yeah. Um but but hey guys, can I can I talk about these foodie calls now? Yeah, please explain. It. Uh, I, I don't know what it is. Okay, good, good, good. So food, foodie calls are um, an instance of, of women who are, who are going out with these guys for the express purpose of getting a free meal. There's, they, they already know they do not like this person, and it's not going anywhere. So um, I didn't know the term for it. I believe C.L. Smooth was kind of telling me these terms. And um, I, I found it like, wow, that's that's pretty. I thought it was pretty reprehensible. It, it, it's it's like normally you have these dates, and you know it could it could go one way. You know, if you behave well, you you hit it off. She must have some genuine interest in you, right? She accepted the date, but now you can't even you can't even uh, count on that. She just wants to eat, so. I saw a video that actually was a Passport Bros video, but it was what I called a reverse foodie foodie call where this woman, she was recording this dude who was eating the steak in front of her. And she was saying, how come you're not paying for my food? And he goes, no, we, you know, we're, we're Dutch, essentially. He's like, you didn't bring any money? And she's saying, hey, no, you invited me on this date. You should be paying for my food. And he was like, no, we pay for our own food. And then he's like, oh, yeah, you're, you're going to record me? She's like, yeah, I'm recording you. So this brother, he, he took her out. He asked this girl out. She went out with him. And then when, he, when they, it was time to eat, she didn't have any money. So he went ahead and ordered and was eating the steak in front of her. And actually, the steak did look good. <laughs> I can't lie. It looked good. I would have hated to have been sitting there with no money. But... So that's where things are going now, where guys are getting, they're getting wise to this. And the only thing I'll say about it is that I would have just said before, and hey, you know, we're going Dutch. We're going Dutch here. And not sprung it on her in the middle of the day, but he, maybe he just assumed she had money. But uh, I mean, have you guys heard of this? I I never heard of it because I I don't know. I'm not into it that much, but. The foodie, the foodie call is based on booty call, you know, okay, which we know what a booty call is, but, but then they started calling it foodie call. So, I mean, I have much more, but, but what do you guys think about this? Man, look, I think, you know, what, what's happening is that uh, this has become, I can't even call it a phenomenon anymore. I mean, it's, it's, it's very, very commonplace. I think all these things certainly happened in the past, right? But, uh, but I think it's become, become much more prominent where, you know, I think there was some survey where like it was like more than 50% of women um, have gone on these type of foodie calls. Yes. They, they lacked any real interest in the guy it's, that they were dating, which is just like, wow, on, yeah. Like, yeah. like, come on, you know, that's, that's, that's not right. Um, but they go on these foodie calls simply. And I've seen, you know, social media stuff where guys took a woman out to like, you know, 
seriously expensive places like like maybe like the Salt Bay dude and and other like really fine dining establishments and they had zero interest in the person you know which is which is really true truly unfortunate so um you know I, we come from an era where like if i if i invited someone on a date like if i invite you on a date i'm i'm intending to pay right but those yeah. days those days are gone you 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 as a man you have to today determine the level of interest the other person has for you so either you have to do what you you said which is say hey let's get to know each other let's go dutch which is kind of awkward to say um or you keep the date real light you know let's meet for coffee or let's meet it, for yes. a drink or That's let's do something kind of like you know let's go for a walk chat whatever da 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 and see how it goes um now what you see in social media and there's a huge push from a lot of women and so called you know dating uh you know female dating gurus like if a man wants to go on a coffee date or some cheap date they say you know they they call cheap um then just just cut them off don't even don't even go out with them but my question is like the purpose of a date is to get to know each other. It's not to entertain each other. You know, it's 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 not that the date should be boring, but you you're supposed to be trying to get to know each other. So if you're telling me you'll go out with me for dinner, but you won't go out with me for coffee, you can frame it. You know, they try to use frame it in all kinds of ways, like oh, he's not showing a level of investment, or if you can't afford a date, then you're just broke. You know, don't date until you can afford it. They try to use shaming tactics. But I'm like. The purpose is is to get to know each other, and you'll go with me for an expensive dinner, but you won't go for me with me for for coffee. Then obviously you're not really interested in me. You're just using me for the date. So right. I'm gonna pass. So I I wouldn't invite someone on date and then just eat in front of them. I would invite them for something where it was like a little more low key. I get to know them, you know, unless I knew that they were interested. I think that's the way you got to do it today as a man. Yeah, you know? I I have no problem with that. To me. I wouldn't have done that either. And he did say something in the video where he said, you know, I'm not going to buy food for a woman I can't touch. He did and, say, yeah, which was kind yeah, of strong. but you know. It was pretty strong where he was saying, oh, you, you're not coming back to my house and blah, blah, blah. And she was like, no, I'm not coming back to your house right away, which is fine. You know, I, yeah. you know, that's totally fine. But yeah, at the same time, it, it, it's like, so you, they expect the man to to give away something and maybe that he doesn't necessarily want to give away but he he thinks he may have a chance and he doesn't have any chance whatsoever and even more men, yeah i think yeah. most men is not like you know like like this guy kind of implied that you know we we got to have sex or something like that i think most men are not like that it's like most men are like i just want to know that you're actually interested in me right and and if if you are then you know, I'm cool moving forward. All right, fella. So I've been very quiet and patient. Uh, as you can imagine, I'm going to disagree with everything y'all just said. So uh, let's let's do it. Okay, I'm, 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 about, I'm about to mute his mic. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I don't agree. With, I, I don't disagree with you, except that here's the thing about the foodie thing is like, I, I'm under the impression that these men are asking or these the person who's listen the person who asked the person out to the date i think they should expect to pay for the date so if you ask a woman or a man out for a date then you should expect to pay for it and you know don't don't invite her to a an expensive restaurant if you're not trying to put out if you're not trying to pay for two expensive meals that's all i got to say about the whole thing 
So it's not even about, you know, the women or, or the men, uh, you know, trying to pull a wool over anyone's eye or tricking anyone. It's just like, listen, don't invite somebody out if you're not willing to, to cough up some cash. That's kind I mean, of but the, the nuance of it is that you had, in the past, there was a basic expectation that this person who I invited has some level of interest in me and maybe I can make this happen. Yes, it's a risk. You're taking a risk with your cash, but she wouldn't have accepted it if she wasn't interested in you on some level. And you need in to the old days, goes. right. In the old days. But now it's almost organized now. It's organized where, you know, women are telling other women to do these foodie dates that the, they acknowledge right off the bat. They're not interested in these guys at all. They just want to eat. Well, guys need to do a better uh, a better uh, job at uh, filtering out, you know, who's actually interested and who's who's just trying to get a meal. You know, you just well, what, what do you think about ability. LAT? What do you think about you know? Because one of the things that guys are doing to filter them out is, um, you know, keeping the first the first date or two more low key to to kind of gauge if they have real interest in them. So they might offer like a, a coffee date or let's just meet for a drink at a bar or, you know, let's go for a walk. It's just something, something not too, you know, oh, yeah, for expensive. Sure. but women are coming, coming out hard against that call of guys broke and cheap. If you can't afford a date, then, you know, well, then don't do are, it. I'm not getting my, my, my makeup done for, you know, for, for a coffee and, you know, they're well, trying to shame, shame men. Well, then those, those aren't, those aren't the women. I mean, I can't speak for those dudes, but those aren't the women I'm trying to go out with. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's just like, I'm like, oh, well, thank you for that. You, you just, you just saved me a couple hundred dollars in, in an expensive date. <laughs> yeah, they filter themselves out. So. Yeah, yeah. But, but those are the women on social media who are, you know, indoctrinating the, the, the younger women coming up. To, to not expect anything less than a fancy dinner, no matter what, you know what I mean? Oh well, then they so. they set they setting up their young sisters for for some lonely nights, some lonely <laughs> nights. Then exactly. <laughs> setting them up to what did the guy, the passport guy, said the uh, he called it P P C D or something, the, the pets, the Chewy and the dogs or something, dog treats, uh, yeah. dog treats. Uh, but yeah, yeah, you know, I I thought too, like like you gotta. You got to either keep it, like you said, light, keep it super light. The going Dutch thing, I, I think you mentioned before, Smooth, that it, it's kind of awkward to come out that way. Unless you just are like that, you might just be like, hey, you know, I want to go out with you, but we each pay for our own thing and we spend time together and see if we like each other. And I actually was looking at quite a few articles on this. And of course, I did come across... I came across this site that was called Mel Magazine. And mm -hmm. it was about like, it was by men. That was terrible. Who, <laughs> yeah, they, they, they were saying that man's place, you know, we're not even sure what it means to be male anymore. I was like, uh-oh. And then they let this woman write this article. And it's this is a situation where everything that the women said kind of proved how awful this was <laughs> i was like oh my god like one chick was like um she wishes she could be one of the women who gladly string along a guy for a foodie call but i simply cannot stand to be around guys that i don't genuinely genuinely like even for one hour but she thinks it's a badass move 
And it's like, wow. So you're you wish you could do it, but you just can't do it. I mean, you know, at least she's honest. Yeah. She's like, she's like, listen, if I don't like you, I'm not, I'm not even even for a steak, I'm not fucking with you if you if you a loser ass dude. Well, I mean, maybe not that, but you know. So I can I can respect that. She's like, Yeah, I'm not really fucking with you. Not even for not even for a 10 course meal. So I kind of respect that. Okay. She's and then whoring, I read about she's this. Not, uh, she's not whoring herself out for hors d'oeuvres. So good for her. Yeah, F, F that check. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, there was there was a psychology, um, there was a uh, study, and they were saying that they they tested specifically that such persons who would who would go on a foodie call would score high on a constellation of personality traits known as the dark triad which are Machiavellianism, people manipulate and deceive others for their own benefit, psychopathy, people who lack empathy for the plight of others and feel no remorse for their own harmful actions, and narcissism, people with an inflated sense of self-importance. So that's um, about it. <laughs> they they polled a thousand women. And yes, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, they polled a thousand women. Um, they were asked if they ever engaged in it and, and how many times. And they, when they went through it, they said that of the total women studied, they had engaged in between five to six so-called foodie calls on average. One woman had gone on as many as 55 of these dates. Incredible. Yeah. That's a, a lot of time spent with people you don't like and are not interested in for food. <laughs> for food <laughs> for food I mean I can't, I can't imagine doing it like I just I don't I just don't think I could do that like it's just no 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 yeah. but you know what this is this is just a variation um, uh, uh, an elevation of the old game of you know buy a girl a drink at a club or something or a bar and she has no interest in you you know what I mean that's 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 all that, that this is um. Yeah, it's sad man. I mean, sad so times. guys, okay. remember when we were trying to remember when we were trying to figure out what we we're going to call the podcast? Yes. Wasn't Dark Triad one of the? <laughs> <laughs> it could have been. There was not a lot of names on the list at that point. I just wanted to say that. I don't know if that was something we said. I just. Uh... I love renaming things. The, the, the dark triad, or, or or how about the Negro Leagues? <laughs> the Negro, yeah. leagues. The Negro <laughs> leagues. But you know what? Where, where is this thing headed? Where is this thing headed, man? Because the relationship between men and women is just getting. getting it's fine. Come on, it, it's, we've been we've been having this in different variations. We've been having this 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 discussion for years and years and years. You know, before it was drinks. Now it's expensive. Before. You know, when we were coming up, it was, you know, drinks, but now it's expensive meals. It's just, it's the same argument and the same back and forth. Just the, the parameters are just changing. You're wrong. You're absolutely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think in this case, with the advent of the internet, it changes the stakes on this in that it's, it's much more organized. And now the response to this is starting to become organized. Right. Yeah. It it really is 
taking the game to a whole different level. Oh, I, I think I might start something out, but listen, man, you're not buying somebody a fucking expensive meal unless you're a simp. And, you know, simps beware, but, you know, so, you know, hold on to your wireless, bros. So, so yeah, that's what it kind of boils down to for me. I mean, I agree. You shouldn't be trying to buy people's affection anyway, man. You know, so like, you know. Yeah, you know. I mean, I mean, I mean, I don't know. Maybe for some people, it's 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 fine. But for me, if if someone put those kind of you know parameters on, like, hey, if if you're not willing to spend a couple hundred bucks on me for a first date, then I'm not interested in you. My, I'm literally gonna say deuces. Yes, I might yeah. not, I'm gonna be like deuces, then you know, word up. Yeah. Yeah, Good yeah. looking out. You you saved me a couple hundred dollars because yeah. you know you might have you might have got three dates out of me before I realized that you was a money grubbing funny. <laughs> <laughs> beep, yeah. beep 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 beep. <laughs> exactly. So, but yeah. listen, I mean, for, for these guys that, that that have to pay for it, like I, you know, we we talked about it. Uh, we didn't talk about this specific issue, but with the with the sex workers in Amsterdam. I'm, you know, I believe in in people's individual freedom, and what you do with your body is and and yourself. I don't think the government has any right to interfere with that as long as you're not hurting other people. And so, you look if you if you're a guy and you want to spend money for a date, you know, what do they call them? Like like sugar sugar daddies or sugar babies or whatever for whatever your reason is because you ain't got the time because you ain't got the game. What whatever it is, I you know I don't have to approve it. If you're getting value out of that, go ahead and do that. I, all I say is. Don't just don't throw your cash away and don't do it for people where you're not at least getting something in return. You know what I mean? So but these girls who are like they you know, you got guys out here who are who are looking for dates, looking for people to have relationships with. And then these girls are, you know, leading them on basically for for a free meal, which is just like that's just clown foolish to me. But then and then in in their next social media post, these same women will talk about, oh, where's all the good men at? And and, you know. Why can't I just find a good man? Well, because you know you're you're a predator, man. You're you're a fucking uh, parasite. That, that, that's yeah. probably the beginning of it. That's, well, that's probably the best explanation. Yeah, you're just hungry, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Food is expensive, man. We're in a recession. <laughs> like damn, yo. Crazy. I mean, yeah. To me, it's like I didn't have. I don't even have a problem with the 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 buying of a good meal if if the interest is there and you're trying to make a good impression hey this she's interested in me and if if it's something that you can afford and you're not just showing out and you know breaking yourself trying to impress someone cuz like you said it's like trying to buy somebody you know that's that's just some bs right there but um it's just like i said it's just so organized now there's the just malicious intent behind right. it. Right. That is what is just so cold. And I know a lot of them are like, well, the guy just wants sex. And it's like, well, a lot of them, you know, are fairly upfront about that. That, yeah, this is, you know, it's part of a relationship. They they want that. But I mean, there's, there's risk involved, but in, in this case, the game is skewed because now you have to consider this other variable. Before you only had a couple variables to consider. Yeah, man. I mean, anyway, the way these guys are dating, it's like what what, what you really should be doing is get to know someone first, right? And then 
the dating is for when you are actually dating. It's like, it's, it's me and you, we're together. We want to be together. Then we're going to start going out to dinners and vacations and all these other kind of events to enjoy together. I'm not saying you can't do that when you're getting to know someone, but if you're trying to get to know someone, I think part of the problem is that we're being distracted by entertainment, right? To, to make the, 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 the getting to know each other more enjoyable. It don't need to be more enjoyable. Get, get to know each other. Figure out if this is the person you want to spend some time with, if you want to invest that time, right? Don't try to dress it up and make it more than it is because sometimes that hides the fact that like, yeah, you know, we had a great time, but we're not really a great fit together, you know? Find out if you're a fit together. Then go have a great time, you know? But You know what people need to do, man? People need to go back to church. Oh, no, hell no. <laughs> no, no, go back no. to church because that's where that's where you find the good men and the good women. No, that shoot, please, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> please. That's where the way, that's where they're making wearing the pretend makeup to pretend like they they good people. I'll become a passport bro before I get that before I go to <laughs> church. Man. No, hell no. So, but let me ask you guys this: What, what? So we talked about keeping it light, you know, the coffee, getting coffee or something, going for a walk. There's what? I mean, what is the way to mitigate it? That's is coffee really the only thing? Coffee, getting 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 a drink at a at a, you know, where where are you going to get a drink? Just a regular bar where you can't get trapped into the food thing. Like if you go to go to uh, any of these cafes or whatever, then she might be like, oh, I sure like some food. And then you will you just turn the table over and run out, <laughs> <laughs> knock on the head and run out. I mean, look, I've I've heard stuff like um, guys have taken people for like uh for like an ice cream, you know. Okay. Yeah. You know, go for a walk and then you know stop in an ice cream spot or something like that. Or you know, people who like let's let's you know we both like to work out. Let's let's go let's go exercise or let's meet at a park or you know whatever. To kind of get to, to know each other. But but the thing is, the thing that's kind of annoying about it is that it's just like an attitude of entitlement where the women are saying, regardless if I'm going on a foodie call or not, the women are saying, look, your job is is here is to entertain me and to come convince me that I'm that you're worth my time. And I'm just like, you know, get over yourself, chill, chill out. You know, like you look all right, you got a little bit of makeup on, what whatever. You're not you're not over here curing cancer or, you know making my life 20 times better like just, well, just chill. i think dude dudes are going into it with the wrong see i go on back in the good old days when i used to date i i went into it with the attitude like what you got yeah you know so you know so the woman might have been like hey what do you have to offer but i was also like, what the fuck you got to offer so it was yeah. sort of a, a mutual so I, I didn't feel like i had to, you know i was just like well listen and you know this maybe i am part of the the dark triad but I, I i go into the day being like yeah i know i'm dope so uh what you got <laughs> <laughs> what, what you bring it to the table i'm yeah. bringing good times i'm bringing good times and bubble gum <laughs> <laughs> that's not what we used to say <laughs> yeah 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 but, but that won't be said on the weekend no show <laughs> it was close to that but it wasn't that exactly <laughs> yeah, they so so yeah, it's just like I think a lot of those. I mean, I think you know, if 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 that's if, if that's where we're at, you know, these days, if you know, women have this sort of sense of like, hey, you know, 
prove to me that I'm worthy, then the men need to be like, well, you fucking prove to me that you're worthy. And so that way everybody's on the even kill. So there's, there's you know, a response to that too, where, where women respond to when guys say, what do you bring to the table? And I've seen where these women are saying, well, you know, I just bring myself to the table. The man is supposed to bring the table and the chairs and uh, supposed to bring okay. everything. And I'm like, okay, well, if the man is supposed to bring that, then there are certain things you're supposed to provide too, are there not? Well, see, I wouldn't even go down I that road. I, I wouldn't even counter, I wouldn't even give him a counterpoint. I'd be like, you know what? I'm fresh out of tables and chairs. So <laughs> good day. <laughs> yeah, good day to you, ma'am. <laughs> good like, day, ma'am. This ain't IKEA girl. I, I, you know, I ain't here bringing furniture. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but check this out. Tell me what you think about this because I think that if I met a woman I was interested in dating and I asked her, I'd be like, hey, have you ever been on a foodie call? And she was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I've been on foodie calls. I don't think I would date her, man. I really don't. Unless she was like, yeah, I've done that. But, you know, I really feel bad about that. That wasn't the right thing. Then, then you know, maybe, we, you know, we could move beyond it. But if she was like, yeah, yeah, that, you know, I, I, I date a guy. I got a couple free meals. I don't even think I would date her, man. That, that would be that would be like a red flag. That'd be like, a, you know, um, what do you call it? Uh, an automatic no. You know oh. what I'm saying? Like. Like I, yeah. I wouldn't date someone like that because because to me, it just means from a morality standpoint, from a, you know, human empathy. Like if you'll do that, I really have to question your your character, man. Yes. You know? uh, well, all right. Let me let me flip it. And this is, you know, it's, it's, it's partly me being being contrary. But also, have you ever. Uh, for lack of a better word, dated a woman who you knew it wasn't going anywhere, but you know what? She offered something that you wanted. <laughs> I can't say date though, because because when we're saying dating, we're we're talking about. I'm not talking long term, you know, like a long term kind of, you know. I'm saying, have you gone on a date? And you know, fine, we'll call it what it is. Have you ever, you know, let's call you know, have you ever had a booty call? With someone who you like, listen, this girl is not, this woman is not going to be my, this is not my forever girl. But you know what? I mean, booty call is one thing, though. That's, that's something else where it's understood between both parties what it is. I mean, well, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. And I, I, think, I think that's kind of what I was saying before. Like, if, <laughs> if they understand is that, you know, if the dude is just like, oh, this chick might not be into me, but, you know, I'm going to pay this money. So that's cool, but yeah, I, I'm I'm never a fan of someone you know, you know, tricking someone. But but also, if if both parties are just both parties have an understanding, then you know what, dude, go waste your money if you want to, bro. Yeah, the foodie calls where the the women are so gleeful they've tricked the guy. He actually thought I was interested. All I wanted was the yeah, food. that's that bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that. Bullshit. That's the part or, I don't like. You'd be like a dude. Can you imagine a dude gleefully being like, she thought I wanted a girlfriend. I just wanted that ass. <laughs> I'm sure, I mean, there's, I'm sure there's a lot of guys who just, you know. Yeah, and that, that lead, happens. Lead girls on, but I, I don't know. I mean, I, like, I, I never did that, man. I just, you know, I just, I just, I just never, I never did I mean, that. similar to what that girl said, but not as harshly. I was like, I can't, I can't pretend with a girl that I don't like. And. Yeah. You know, I, even one of our mutual friends has said things to me like, why don't you just, you know, hook up with, you know, her, even though you don't like her. Well, I can't do that. I mean, there's other guys that can do that. Not me. And that's why, you know, to me, it's just there's something 
either missing in 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 their personality or some some sort of callous coldness where you can you can do that and and just it doesn't you just go on and laugh about it like holy moly i don't know i think i may have i may have had a a a foodie call back in the day not against me i i think i i think i once you know let a girl buy me some pizza who i had no intention on hanging out with (laughs) damn you man you're you're part of the problem man part of the i know you i was just like i was just like i was like oh oh, you 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 gonna buy some pizza Oh man, I can't believe it. You're part of the you're part of the dark triad now, man. I know, man. I know. Part of the dark triad. See, this is yeah. where it all started. It all, it all started with that pizza. When it all like, started. You got to get pizza. back at LAT. You want to start it, dude? Who, who, who you knows know, what I, damage I, I, you I did, did to that girl? Too. I did get a little yawny after the pizza was gone. I was like, oh, I'm tired. <laughs> it was like that Seinfeld. You were like, I got to go to work in the morning. She's like, guys never have to go to work. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I think I think I think we've exhausted the foodie call and and the reverse foodie call. You know, people out there, watch out, watch out, watch your back on that foodie call. But yeah, yeah. yeah. first date, first dates at McDonald's where a ten year old will serve you always. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you guys keep forgetting about the best part, though. You guys know the best part. Kicking them in the ass. Kicking them in the ass. <laughs> Yeah. And speaking speaking of horrible violence, can we switch over to talk about the insidious LAT's trip to the Jerry uh, Springer show in honor of the recently departed yes. Jerry Springer? So uh as we all know, the you know, the talk show host Jerry Springer recently passed. And so I was just, you know, I was thinking about you know his effect on the culture. And you know, I don't know if it was good or bad because Say what you will about the show. It was on for 20 years, so he must have been doing something, right? And she was on for almost 20 years, y'all. Can you imagine that? Um, and uh, and unbeknownst to a lot of folks, I actually was on the Jerry Springer show. Uh, not I wasn't a I wasn't a guest, but I was in the audience. But uh, it was a it was a heroin adventure, and uh, <laughs> a good friend of mine. Uh, he had tickets and. Uh, he and uh, his lady friend were going, and for whatever reason, he had an extra ticket, maybe two extra tickets. I don't know. Maybe offered me two, but you know, I didn't have any one, so I just tagged along. I I was a, I was a third wheel. It was it was great. So the, the day started off great. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> so you know, my friend and his and his date, uh, they're uh, they're up front um, in the front of the car. Uh, they come and pick me up. And they're in the front of the car, uh, you know, back and forth. I don't know if it's good or bad because, you know, whenever a couple, you know, talks, I I, I try to, you know, I hit my head against the wall until I pass out because I don't want to hear that shit. Yeah. So uh, so anyway, we eventually get to the studio and um, they, here's the thing. I don't know. If, have, 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 have you guys been to any of those tapings, whether it's Springer or Judge no, I have, I have not. Oprah or anything like that. So it's no. it's like a cattle call. So they, they pull everybody in and it's just, it really is a cross section of America. So you get, you know, 
well, it actually is not a cross section. It's a cross section of middle and lower. Yeah, I won't say class, but it, it's the cross section of America. But you're not going to see a lot of people there in, you know, in Chanel and, you know, in Brooks Brothers suits and things like that. So, but you do get a cross coat. It's, it's a cross, you know, it's it's black, it's white, it's, it's uh, Mexican, it's, it's everybody. Because everybody loves Jerry, apparently, in Chicago. Oh, and this is when he taped in Chicago. So, uh, so we get into the uh, the waiting room, and I think Seventh Heaven or some shit was on. And so I was like, "Oh my god, this torture won't end." And then uh, <laughs> so there was a there was a, a mother and a daughter. I forget a mother and a daughter, very animated. And I'm being nice because, in retrospect, I should not be mean to these people. They can't help who they are. But um, so there was a mother and a daughter, uh, very excited to be there. Uh, let me say, how do I describe them? They were quintessential Jerry Springer guest slash audience members. Just super hyped. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't want to seem like a, a addiction slob, but, you know, snob. But, uh, you know, they just, they spoke in a manner that, you know, wasn't befitting. You know, they didn't really use the Queen's English the way that, you know, that <laughs> right, most of right, us right. Uh, And they were very loud, very excited. And, uh, and of course, you know, somehow I end up sitting next to them. Uh, my friend and his and his date, they're they're a couple rows ahead, and you know he knows I'm annoyed because he knows me. He knows that I you know I don't suffer fools, but I'm also not sort of try to shut somebody down. And so I guess I do suffer fools in in that case. But uh, so he keeps looking back and grinning like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> this is gonna be great. And I'm like, dude, when we get back, when we get out of here, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> so. So after an hour or so of just sort of sitting there waiting, I guess they, you know, they tape multiple shows. Uh, they, you know, they line us up and they heard us in. And then they, uh, and then as they heard you into the studio, uh, you know, I, I laid back in the cut because I'm like, I'm not sitting next to these two. So I laid back into the cut, had a bunch of people get in front of me. And, you know, and I, and then I wait to sort of meet up with, uh, with my friend in his date. And, uh, and so, but the thing is, I also wanted to be in the back because I, I assumed that the way that uh, shows are, it's first come, first serve. And, you know, they, you know, much like an airplane, you know, the first, the first rows get lined up and then they work their way back. So I finally get up there and I notice some people are getting sent to the back. Some people are getting sent to the middle and then people are getting sent to the front. I absolutely don't want to be in the front because that's where the cameras are. Right. But of course... Yeah. But of course, that's where the fuck I end up getting placed. Yeah, because it looks better for you, the audience. So they, exactly. I don't know if you guys heard, heard knew this about those shows. It's like, like they put, you know, more interesting. Back then I had dreads and, you know, I, I had a look. But, you know, they try to put interesting people in the front rows because, you know, those are the more camera ready folks. So, you know, if you're, you know, and, you know, and this is I heard this from someplace. This isn't me or but you know they don't put fat people up front they don't put ugly people up front they don't put old people up front they like to keep the you know the the people who the camera see they need to that, that needs to be sort of a you know camera ready kind of folks okay. and you know i don't know what it is I, but for whatever reason i don't i don't consider myself you know a look or anything but for whatever reason maybe because i was putting off energy like please don't sit me up front and the world hates me <laughs> you know they're like nope you get you you get third seat yeah, but as an aside, everyone, uh, uh, LAT's nickname used used to be Pretty. 
pretty, pretty, oh, yeah, pretty in front of his name. No, 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 that was never my name. That was no, that was a, people said to be funny. Well, people <laughs> said it for a reason, just so you guys know. But please continue on. Anyway, so uh, so anyway, I sit up there, and I'm I'm you know I am I'm disgusted and I'm embarrassed, and I'm also just like, what the fuck? Now I got to sit here with my hand, you know my face in my hands for the entire taping because I don't want anyone to see me because you know what was supposed to be just sort of a lark you know I figured I'd be in the back and I, I get to laugh at the at the idiots on the stage and you know but no I'm like I'm front and center I'm just like oh no if <laughs> if, if, if chairs get thrown I'm gonna have to duck now you know yeah. that kind of thing because you know it was Springer you know you never knew you might see some titties you might you might get a chair thrown at you it was you know it was during the heyday when you know when it was crazy so long story short, uh, the taping, it was kind of a, it was kind of a so-so taping, you know, there, you know, I think some chick, you know, showed her, bo her boobs, of course, but you know, no, no real action. It was a typical show. And so when it was finally over, I'm just like, ah, thank God that's over, you know, and I go home and I try to forget about it. Uh, you know, fast forward, maybe six weeks later, just a distant cousin who, you know, I know him, but you know, we don't kick it. He's like, oh, what's up, cuz? Uh, what's up? Let's let's call him TJ. What's up, TJ? He's like, dude, I just saw you on Jerry Springer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no. <laughs> and you know, and I'm not kidding. The entire episode, I literally was covering my face with my hands. Like whenever I saw a camera come near me, I would either look down or look away or cover my face, you know, somehow. And he's like, yeah, man, I saw you, man. I was like, oh, how bad was it? He's like, he's like, you you looked annoyed, but but it was definitely you. Anybody, he's like, anyone who knows you knows that that was you. And I was like, oh, of course. That's and exactly so what I, you didn't want to hear. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so I've been. Funny thing is, over the years, I've been looking for it, but I can't find the episode. So you know, because I'm I'm curious, you know, you know, if it if 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 TJ could recognize me because he was my cousin, or if just you know. I don't Random. If like my old professor might be like, "Oh snap! Let me watch the Springer. No one will know." And then they're like, "Is that my? Is that my old? Is that Lavelle?" <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway. You just have to watch twenty years of those Springers until you find the episode. Ugh, yeah, and that's the other thing. I'm like, I'm I don't I I'm not that curious where I'm going to go back. But uh, it was it was interesting, and you know, it's like I I do have a fond, weird fondness for Jerry Springer just because that's a really fun memory of me me and my me and my old buddy from, from college and we're still friends i don't want to act like we're not friends anymore but it's 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 one of the memories that i have of him and and you know in his dating life <laughs> and, and, and and you know and, and that particular uh that particular date so where he where he brought his friend along <laughs> so and yeah in, in springer so you know so yeah, that's all I got. You know, you guys ever watch it? Was were you guys fans? Oh, I, I watched it all the time. I mean, I wasn't a, a like a fan fan, but it used to be on, and I would just keep yeah. it on. Yeah. yeah, I didn't watch it, but I mean, you couldn't help but know about it or catch parts of it and whatnot. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, he 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 birthed you know not he personally, but that that show birthed you know a whole cavalcade of other shows. Didn't his bodyguard get his own show that's been See, on Steve for, Steve Wilkos. Yeah, his and, thing was throwing know. the chair. Remember, exactly. He would throw so, the chair. So yeah, so but yeah, I just thought it was interesting. I mean, you know, uh, Spring Jerry died, Springer died, but also that week, uh, Sydney Poitier passed, 
and then uh, a couple other sort of, you know, high profile uh, folks died. But, you know, Springer got most of the, the press, at least on NPR, he did. And uh, I just thought it was interesting. I'm like, you know what? So I guess Springer, Springer made more of an impact than, than, you know, than one would think. So. so I yeah, mean, I saw it. quite a lot of stuff about people. There was actually, it was kind of polarizing. I, I was looking at some of the social media stuff and there were people who were saying, well, he really brought us down. He brought us down. He shouldn't be celebrated. And like, I mean, here's the thing. There's some things you can't fake. And yeah. I watched it and I laughed and yeah. I laughed and I was amused. And it, it wasn't something where I went looking for Jerry Springer, but the thing is I watched it and I, I laughed. And I can't, you can't, again, you can't fake that. It was, it was entertaining stuff. Yeah. And yes, it was kind of, you know, I don't want to say the dregs of society, but it was, it was, you know, the, the general, the general public, you know. Just... I mean, in, in many ways, you can say that, you know, the Springer show and shows like that, they were the beginning of sort of this culture that we have in, in the, uh, I mean, we, we all talk about uh, social media and how people want to be seen desperately and they'll do anything to yeah. be, you know, for likes. But in many ways, that started 30 years ago with the Springer Show. A lot of those folks just wanted to be on TV. It's mm -hmm. like, hey, hey, are you going to fly me to Chicago? I've never been to Chicago before. <laughs> and oh, that's, a, to be on TV. That's, that's true. We found out a lot of them weren't even getting paid. They were getting a ticket and, yeah. and a hotel room. Yeah. And that was their payment. Yeah. And exactly. They got hustled. Well, <laughs> that that actually I want to take a brief little tangent here. Do you guys remember MTV's The Real World? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No. Mm -hmm. I wanted to go I, on it. I applied to that. And that was kind of a rite of passage for people our age back at the time. Like people wanted to be seen. You wanted to get on there. And it's like I'm so glad I didn't get on there. <laughs> Thank oh, yeah. whatever gods there are that I did not get selected. But it's just people that I think that was kind of the start of a lot of that reality stuff. Was was oh for sure for real sure world. real world yeah real world definitely was the the catalyst to all that. So yeah, and I people. think that 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 first that first group, most of them actually did go on to to you know not just fame but to 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 some to some actual good notoriety i know kevin's a pretty respected writer um a couple of them have written some 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 books and heather's a you know uh you know her 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 recording career wasn't great but you know i guess she's she's doing good things on the radio now so a lot of them really did you know use that as a launch pad to to bigger and better things and i think that was i think everybody even now even today people's like hey all i need to do is get on tv or get enough get enough followers and that can be my launch pad to bigger and better things so you know i, I keep saying that a lot of these things that we talk about that are that are you know that are supposedly new i'm like no nah, it's been around it was just a different iteration of it so you're yeah. right yeah. You're, you're absolutely right but i disagree <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's it. That's all. That's all. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll allow that. <laughs> we'll allow that. Yeah. yeah. I'm not. I'm not right. The fact that you called it right means that I must have said something wrong. 
So I also agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, back to that Jerry Springer, did did we find out I thought there was a point when uh you know people were there was a lot of violence on the show. Didn't like Chicago crack down on that at one point? Yeah, I think they started they started uh arresting people for assault. Yeah. Yeah, they you know, the cops were like, Hey, you know that's assault. You can't just you can't just be slapping people or you know, or hitting people with chairs. <laughs> yeah. Wait, you can? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember one episode that I watched where Jerry said I'm going to end this segment because I don't feel safe up here. And then, you know, because those people were really going after each other. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I was I was listening to um, uh, someone was doing a, a profile on him. Uh, somebody on NPR, obviously, because that's all I listened to, apparently. But um, but apparently uh, Springer, he didn't start off, you know, the Springer show that we all know and love. That's not how it started off. It started off as sort of a, a political kind of show. He was supposed to be like the new Phil Donahue. He's supposed to he's supposed to fill that void. And but you know what happened? America wasn't watching that shit. The, the ratings <laughs> yeah. were shit, and they were like, you know what? <laughs> let's throw yeah. some salacious shit up there. Let's uh, you know, let's you know, let's let's have some let's have some babysitters admitting that they fucked you know, you know, their employer's uh, husband. You know, let's let's put it up there, and the ratings, you know, went to the roof, and and you know, and the king of uh, I forget what they called him, the king of sleaze was born. Or was that Stern? I forget. Well, I I liked how like when they would say something, start to get into something serious, then the audience would chant, "Go to Oprah, go to Oprah." <laughs> exactly. It, it was exactly. either that or Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. I'm like, why are yeah. you chanting Jerry for? The, the, he didn't get beat up. Exactly. Else got exactly. Beat up. Yeah, someone was saying that they didn't understand why are they yelling Jerry? Jerry has nothing to do with that. <laughs> yeah. They were just like, they were like oh, we don't know what to say. <laughs> yeah. I, I prefer so, the um the uh Mori Povich uh you know, you are not the father. Uh you know what that was fun for a while, but then they started they started acting just you know, when the dudes would start crip walking. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I used to burst out laughing when they started nutting up afterwards. And, you know, and in your face, I was like, ah. Uh, I'm like, it's funny, but also I'm just like, I kind of feel bad for, you know, for the woman. It's like, damn. No, would he be like, she's back you for. don't know who, who the, the who 14th the dad, time. Who, yeah. And I'm like, how I'm can like, you, how can you come back here 14 times with 14 guys and you don't know yeah. who it is? And then she so, start crying, and Maury like, "We're going to find him. Don't worry, we're going to find him." So, like in cases like that, I was like, after number three or four, I'm like, "All right, this chick, this chick is just, you know, asking dudes around the neighborhood. She's just accusing people now. <laughs> 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 she just, she just bringing people on, or, or, or people are just like, she's just like, hey, you want to go on Maury? They invited me." Back. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that one, that was a rough one, but I used to hate it when, like, the dude, he would be the father, and, like, there was one where the mother-in-law, the, the mother and the, the the woman, they were tearing this dude up, and I was like, please don't let him be the father, and they put the picture of the baby up, I was like, nah, it's it's you, son, it's, it's, it's you, son, <laughs> and then when they said you are the father, and I was like, you locked in with those chicks the rest of your life, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. 
Good old Maury. Is he still on? I have no idea. Yeah, any I mean, I know clearly Jerry Springer's not on anymore unless unless they got a AI <laughs> uh, hologram, hologram, Jer- hologram yeah. Tupac and hologram Jerry. Yeah. That's that's probably coming but, uh, next, right? Oh, yeah, it's sure. gotta be. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um oh speaking of which, I'm 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 tangenting on y'all. Have have either of y'all heard the uh the AI Drake or Kanye uh, tracks? Oh, I have not. I have not. Did you listen to them? I have not. I haven't been able to find them. I guess you know they 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 they've swiped, they've wiped them, but they 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 gotta be someplace. I'm gonna find them. Oh, I'll find but, them. I, I keep hearing that they're actually not bad. <laughs> yeah. Which, yeah, that's know, where it's going. I man. don't I don't I don't know what it says about, you know, hip hop or or those particular artists that that AI can do a pretty good version of them and it sound as good or or that doesn't something. say anything about hip hop. They'll be able AI will be able to replicate any musical genre. It won't yeah. be just hip hop. Yeah, so I was just like, hmm. I'm like, you mean I can come that? I can come out with my mixtape finally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you can get on a track with Biggie, man. Exactly, exactly. I keep, I keep telling y'all, we we are already taken over by AI. We are AI. We just forgot, and now we're going through this whole thing again, like we're not really AI. Listen, again, hey, who's ever in charge of my program? Could you hook me up, please? Uh, yeah, upgrade this shit, man. You gotta you upgrade please this. Upgrade me. You know, I'm, I I love the air fryer, but you know, I w- I would like a couple of foodie <laughs> foodie calls myself. <laughs> hey, the foodie calls are coming, man. They're coming. You just gotta hang in a little bit. Hang in there a little bit, man. They're on their way. Fine. Let me find some 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 rich women. We don't want to spend the money on a brother. Okay, we're getting into dangerous territory here. And yeah, yeah. for that reason, I'm gonna I'm gonna oh, go no. ahead and wrap it up. Jerry, Jerry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. So in that in, in that regard, guys, um so what again, what have we learned today? Let's do a final thought, Jerry Springer final thought. Okay. So I think we'll say that in you know, me me and Smooth were right about the foodie calls. LAT was pretty much wrong. You know, he kind of, you know, went went, went, went I mean, against us on that one. You guys, you guys did, you know, kick me off of the off of the conversation for a, a time, but it's okay. I that that was that was the AI that did that. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, was the, that was the AI man. Um, Amsterdam workers. We we learned about the Amsterdam workers, and I mean, I th- I think we were all pretty much in agreement with that. That that or were we? That you know they're they're going to lose a lot of money. They're going to lose a lot of money. We we understand that they want to you know keep their 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 home their city straight, and they just got to try to make the the erotic center (laughs) you know (laughs) erotic um, center safe and profitable for for the workers. Does that not sound very erotic? The erotic center. (laughs) (laughs) Hey man, meet me up at the (laughs) erotic center after work, dog. Yeah. Oh God. Hey, baby. Right, look, right where, next where to the. Where you going? Uh, I'm, I'm going to the erotic center. Where? Where are you going? The erotic center. It's right next to the dress barn. Be like, man, I'm in the mood now. You said erotic center. That's all you got to do. And and then finally, 
I think Jerry Springer, you know, with the 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 impact he made on the culture is is polarizing, but it's also undeniable. Whether it's good or bad, it's definitely a huge, huge effect. And I think that all is needed now. Somebody has to step up now and be that new Jerry Springer. And that could be you, LAT. That could be nah, you. It won't be me. <laughs> okay. Be me. He's he's refusing the call. He's refusing Listen, the call. Listen, I'd be wanting to throw chairs. I I get kicked off my own show. <laughs> okay, we'll 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 see when when the show <laughs> debuts in twenty twenty four. So <laughs> until that time, we're going to get out of here. This but you got to do your hair like Jerry Springer, though, man. You got to get that, that 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 fluffy wave, feathery look. Oh, his, oh, his hair already is like that. You know, I'm getting a pompadour. dude. I'm, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely sporting the, the, the look. Yeah, that's going to be dope. But uh, yeah, back to what I was saying before I was interrupted. We're getting out of here. We're getting out of here. And we ain't never coming back. <laughs> that's, that's that's it that's it man we're starting a new show you know new Jerry Springer-ish style show it's called and Always Bet on Black yeah Always Bet on Black and flip the script <laughs> starring the black triad <laughs> the, black, the dark black triad oh the dark triad <laughs> the dark black triad so alright 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 guys now we're really leaving for real this time so alright so let's, let's say goodbye everybody we'll see you guys next time Peace out.